claims he's a simple man. That's simple man by Leonard Skinner, but I argue he's anything but simple. Maybe one of the most complicated people uh, that we, we have on the program. Uh, we welcome back, of course, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. Um, Mr. O'Reilly, sir, how are you? You know, I'm the same Hannity, which is a tragedy <laughs> for everyone. Um, by, the, by the way, you know, 100,000 weeks at, like, number one. Uh, although Levin knocked you off. I think you're at 10 weeks. Uh, you know what? Uh, that's true. And I got Levin on the No Spin News tonight on BillOReilly.com. Oh, that's awesome. Really? Yeah, so I'm going to, you know, uh, I got uh, a few things to say to Levin for knocking me out of the number one spot. <laughs> and, and here's the advantage that, that, I have. Are you, are you basically saying he's going to get a non? Uh, uh, this is not going to be a cupcake interview for for Levin. Well, I'm going to have to give him a warning that some of the mob guys <laughs> and killing the mob actually liked the fact that we were number one, <laughs> and he better watch himself here. Uh, you know, it's actually uh, what people need to understand is I don't care if it's you or Mark or me or anybody. If a conservative makes it to number one in the New York Times, that means you probably had to outsell whatever liberal book is on the market by at least 50 or 100,000 more copies. Am I wrong? No, uh, you have to really uh, have overwhelming numbers to uh, get up that list. And because it's not based on what most of the other bestseller lists are, the Nielsen tally, which is uh, a reporting tally. The New York that, Times. That, by the way, that's actual books sold, but it doesn't right. represent every bookstore. It's, I think, about 65, 70%. Yeah, about 65. It doesn't go into Costco and Walmart, right. which it should. Because Agreed. Those are big, big uh, books. Oh my gosh, now. they're great! I, but don't you love those stores? Do you? Let me ask Bill O'Reilly, simple man, this question: I love to shop at Walmart. I love to shop at Target. I love to shop at Costco's. I don't know why people make fun of people that shop there. I meet the nicest people, and you get everything you want. When I had no money in my life, I used to even get furniture there. That's where I bought yeah. my furniture, Bill. So let me get this straight, Hannity. Um, you are in aisle number seven. Getting cornflakes bulk at Costco is that is that what I'm okay? I don't eat I don't eat I prefer Frosty Flakes, uh -huh. uh, Tony the Tiger. Um, but to be honest, I can't eat it because I'll blow up like a balloon. But it's one of my favorite cereals of all time. But I go shopping every single solitary week. Yes, I do my I do my own shopping. Right. Do you? No, I I uh, have a nice woman oh, who we does go. that for me. Um, because I'm, I'm very frightened to go into, uh, <laughs> what do you mean you're very frightened I, I to go into places? I don't know what I'm buying. I, and there's so many, oh my gosh. There's so, so many. So you're like, you're like George Bush senior. Have you ever used the scan, the, the scan? In other words, have you ever scanned your own groceries at a grocery store? I don't believe I have, but maybe, oh, maybe oh my I did. Gosh. Um, you, you are um, not usually, a simple man. No, I go to Seven Eleven because it's, it's more expensive, but it's, it's simple. What do you? you know? Oh, it's safer in Seven yeah, Eleven for you? Is that not, it? Meanwhile, you're like only, six foot ten tall. I mean, it's not like people can't recognize no, you. But there's only four aisles in Seven Eleven, and fifty two <laughs> in the other place. And I'm confused. and you can protect yourself in four aisles, but not thirty aisles. Is that what you're yeah. telling me? Um, all right, no, I don't. I, I hate even transitioning into a serious topic, but it's it's real. Let me play probably one of the dumbest human beings on the first face of the earth. It's the uh, mayor 
of the city of New York. Uh, my 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 name, affectionate name for him is Comrade Bill de Blasio. Listen to what he says. Unless we want freedom taken away, we need a vaccine mandate. Am I huh? You just contradicted yourself. Listen. Right now, we have to fight COVID like never before. The Delta variant has changed the game. Unless we want to run the risk of going back to restrictions and having our freedom taken away and people losing their jobs again, it's really clear what we have to do. People have to get vaccinated. And and we had a long period where it was voluntary. There was incentives. It was compassionate and kind. But now it's time to get a little blunter about the fact that everyone needs to get vaccinated for the good of their family, their community, their country. And a lot of people, I think, are close to that point, but they needed a little more of a push. So here's a clear message. We're saying you want to go and enjoy great restaurants. Amen. You want to go to movie theaters, uh, go to the gym. That's great. We want all that. You got to get vaccinated. You want to work in those places? You got to get vaccinated for the good and the health of everyone around you as well. I have four specific questions and I'm going to give you the floor. What about people with rare medical conditions whose doctors say you really can't get this vaccine? What about the Cleveland Clinic, a prestigious uh, medical institution saying if you had COVID, you don't need any vaccine following the science? What about medical privacy and what about doctor-patient confidentiality? The, all those things matter to me. Thoughts? Well, number one, what de Blasio is doing is racist. Did you know that? 33% is only in New York City. Is, uh, when you break down demographically, 33% of African Americans are, are vaccinated, which is a right. small number, which means two-thirds of African Americans in New York City would have every door closed to them. Yes, you can't go inside. And the number is 69% in the Bronx. Wow. So does Comrade de Blasio know he's a racist? By the way, he, he well, that's you. I know what you're doing. You're, you're using the woke left definition of systemic racism. But the, the, the uh, you know, one thing, the one false charge that has been out there is that conservatives are creating vaccine hesitancy. Well, there's 30% of them that won't take it. I think you have to be fair and say that. The 30% of uh, the far right uh, doesn't trust the government, and uh, they're libertarians anyway. They don't want to be told what to do, so they're not going to take it. Um, but African Americans have a, the lowest ethnic vax rate in the country, and in New York that is exacerbated by the fact that a lot of them live in very crowded situations. Um, in neighborhoods where there are tenements and they're on top of one another, and that spreads COVID. So I know why de Blasio is doing what he's doing. I unfortunately believe this is going to catch on all over the United States. So in a state like Texas, you're not going to have a state mandate, but certainly Houston and Dallas are going to follow what New York City is doing, and so you have to have a vaccination passport of some kind to show if you want to uh, – come into a restaurant or go to a movie it sounds like you may support it am i wrong i don't don't support it in the sense that i think you make a very good point about uh there are people who cannot medically take the vaccine and there are people who are um shielded against it because they've already had covid so what the uh, municipalities must do is allow those documents to go into the application for the app 
So you get you, how this is done is you you apply you uh, you show a vaccination card or your physician says uh, the person has had COVID. That has to be taken into consideration. It so can't all medical privacy then goes out the window. Patient doctor confidentiality goes out the window. Uh, and these are the same group of, of radical left wing New Green Deal socialist Democrats uh, that don't want a voter ID card. Uh, Bill, does that make sense? No, of course it doesn't make sense. But if you're looking at a public health crisis, which COVID is, then you have to go all the way back to polio. That's the best comparison. So the federal government of the United States did not mandate that all Americans had to have a polio vaccine. And remember, in the 1950s, I mean, that was crippling people all over the place. FDR had polio. Sure. Okay. But what happened there was all 50 states, there weren't 50 back then, but all 50 states passed their own law that you have to be vaccinated against polio. In order to attend public school today, the child has to get vaccinated against measles. So I understand and support the public health shield. And I, I do it reluctantly because you're right. I mean, who wants their um, personal medical record to be known by Bill de Blasio? No one. Um, but if it's just a, you know, if it's just a situation where you have to make a decision to protect yourself and your fellow citizens, I think you do it. All right, quick break. We'll come back. More things. Uh, simple man, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at BillOReilly.com. We'll get to your calls next half hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program as we continue. Ted Koppel, the king of edited fake news, says Sean Hannity is bad for America. Sean Hannity. On 710 WOR. Mark Simone. Tomorrow from 10 till noon on 710 WOR. All right, more with uh, Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly, simple man at BillOReilly.com. I, I am not willing to give up my medical privacy or my doctor-patient confidentiality. I'm not. I'm just not willing to do it. Now, one thing that has not been discussed, and by the way, this is just one of, one, uh, you know, the, the millionth and one reason why, you know, we're idiots for staying in New York State, period, um, one thing that I have been highlighting that very few people seem to focus on at all is now that we have these breakthrough cases, um, I really do want an investigation into Provincetown, and I'll acknowledge that is an anomaly as of now, and I hope it doesn't re- duplicate itself, where 74% of 500 people testing positive had been fully vaccinated. Uh, we know what happened with Lindsey Graham, and one of my best friends was diagnosed, and he was fully vaccinated this Saturday. Um, but there are therapeutics like Regeneron, which they, it seems the medical community has underutilized all throughout since, since they developed this. Remember, Donald Trump got one of the first infusions and he said it, it changed him instantly. It, it, he almost called it a cure that day because he felt so much better within a very short period of time. 
Uh, and I think that's going to be the way to go down the road, um, marketing drugs like that to mitigate the effects of COVID. Um, but there is a 10% chance, if you get Moderna or Pfizer, that you'll get COVID. Now, I don't know whether you know Provincetown, Massachusetts. I do. Okay, so you know it's a party town. Big time. Bill, everywhere you hang out is a party town. You're one I don't big hang party. out. I actually did a <laughs> – I'll, I'll talk about this some other time, but when I was at CBS News, I did an amazing story about Provincetown. That is a really big party town, Provincetown, and I don't think it is reflective of the rest of Massachusetts or the country. It could be wrong. But at this point, if even if you get Moderna – I mean, Lindsey Graham is a great example. He got – the vax, but he did get COVID. I have, apparently, he went to a, a party in close quarters, but he said it was just basically a sinus infection, which what the vax does. It doesn't 100% protect you, but if you get COVID, then it's very, very How do you mild. feel about bringing back mask mandates? How do you feel uh, I'm about... not that. Now, now, now you got me in my wheel zone, Hannity. Now you, I'm not wearing a, the GD mask. I'm not. Wow. I'm not wearing it. Okay, I find, I, I, I find your I'm, transformation here. Now all of a sudden, the mask, no mask. is your tipping point. I'll, I'll no, take the, the mask, mask over. Is the tipping point for me. I got. I'll get the Vax passport. Um, I'll get it. All right. I got the vaccination. I'm, a I'm not getting it. Person, but I, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm, that is that is not happening here. And if the if the uh, my priest tells me I got to wear a mask to go to mass. I'll stand outside in the parking lot and pray by myself. I am not doing it. That is so funny. I mean, I, I, I can't believe you'd be open to the passport, but not open to wearing a mask. No, I'm not because I the mask never, never bothered me. Your problem is, is you're six foot ten and you can't not be recognized. You know, I'm just I mean, six foot tall and, problem. you know, I can blend in better than you. But hey, and, there's one other big problem with me in the mask. You know. I'm so good looking. Why do oh, I? Oh, good grief! Oh, jeez! Stop! I mean, just just stop <laughs> while you're ahead. Come on, I was pretty good at it. Give me no, no, stop it. How about vaccine mandates? Do you support that? No, that's unconstitutional. Agreed. But if you, but just like I said with polio vaccine, the states have a right to pass that if you want to go to school. Or you want to use a state facility, you have to be vaccinated. They have a right to do it. You have a but right if to do it. If they're home. going to force people and they make the decision not to do it, they have to accommodate kids with school and at least offer at home learning uh, oh, options for them. You have to offer the uh, at home. I'm doing a big investigation. I hope it's done by Monday on the Nosepin News on BillOReilly.com about American children and COVID. Because we have, we can't get a straight story out of the CDC, which drives me blank and nuts. Bill O'Reilly, all things O'Reilly at at uh, BillOReilly.com, 800-941-SEAN, a toll-free telephone number. All right, we're watching defund, dismantle, no bail laws, this insanity that's going on all around the country. Fake news gives you lies. Hannity supplies the truth. 
Sean Hannity is on right now. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. We'll get to your calls in a second. I, there, there are a lot of interesting angles to the Olympics, which I'm really not watching and I'm not interested in, in large part because of what's happening in every other professional sport, and that is politics being inserted into the game. But i got to say something. There was a moment where the U.S. wrestler, uh, women's wrestling team, Tamara Mensestock is her name, was asked a question by a reporter. She won gold at the Tokyo Olympics, and anyway, she uh, anyway she was asked, "Well, how do you how does it feel to represent your country like this?" And this is what she said: "Question for you: That American flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this?" It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent you. What does this mean for the popularity of the sport and for all the young girls out there that are going to see you and feel inspiration? It means that they see someone like themselves on that podium, someone like Helen on that podium, showing them just because you're a female, it doesn't mean you can't accomplish the biggest of goals. And the being an Olympic champ is one of the hardest things I have ever done in my entire life. One of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I, I, I want that was the only thing so far that really grabbed my attention and my interest in the Olympic Games in Tokyo. And I, 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 was, I was so happy for her to be a top athlete in any sport. Um, I, I know from personal experience, my kids were, you know, both both athletes and all their friends were and. They all work so hard. I mean, it's so competitive. It, it's the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, and and getting up every day and training and practicing. It's you, you sacrifice so much of your life to to get there. And I heard that, and it just it was sort of like when the Islanders started it, and then Tampa Bay followed up with it. You know, in the Stanley Cup semifinals and finals, where they were the crowd took over the singing of the national anthem. And I keep saying you're taking the most unifying moment of a shared passion for a sport, a shared passion for a, for a home team, or in the case of the Olympics, a home country. When you see that people, you know, are making a statement that, no, I'm proud of this country. I'm proud to represent this country. I'm proud to, to sing loudly and proudly and unapologetically our anthem, like you might remember.
it just if that doesn't give you goosebumps, I don't know what will. Should play it every day, I guess. And I'm not. I'm into. I was so into the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. I, I would DVR every single game and watch every single game and love every second of it. I love, I've always loved hockey. I played hockey as a kid, and it was I was the only one of my friends not to lose my teeth. I lost those when I when I fell off a roof three stories on my face. But there's a forty plus percent drop in viewership. At the Olympics, do you think it's connected to these political statements that people are making? I mean, people, they're not going to sporting events to get lectured on politics. I can tell you that's just a fact. And I'll tell you who's going to end up getting hurt are the athletes because they're not going to get the big salaries that they thought they might get when, you know, they're working so hard to get to these high positions. Linda, I couldn't, but did you see in Norway, I think they call volleyball handball there, but it's really, I think it's really volleyball. Anyway, that team decided they didn't want to wear bikini bottoms, which I guess is the standard uniform of volleyball players. I guess it's beach volleyball, but and they just decided to wear regular old shorts. And they created a controversy. They were getting in trouble for wearing sh- I'm like, what century are these people living in? That was one Not thing. only I'm that, like, but they're fi- they were fined. I know. I mean it's just insane. I'm like what does the outfit they're wearing have to do with their ability to play the sport? The I'm not one to talk about sports, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, by the way, that's true. You're not one to talk about sports, but fashion, you know, I think you can weigh in on a pretty. Yeah, but I'm just like, not for nothing. Like, Listen, let, you know, look, how about they wear whatever the hell they want? But bikinis are like, you know, it's for the pool. It's for the beach when you're lounging. It's not like something. It's not I, active wear. You know, like, exactly. I'm sorry. There's a lot of aspects of bikinis that are not the most comfortable thing in the world. So I'm just saying the last place I ever want to be is sitting on a beach. I don't know how people. I seriously thought you were just going to say the last place I ever want to be is wearing a bikini. And I was like, how do people sit on a beach all day? All day. I know people, friends of mine can sit on the beach all day. Yeah. And I'm like, um, are you first of all, I'll get sunburned in 10 minutes anyway, and it's going to hurt. And I don't feel like it. I'm just I'm not a, I have no appetite for it anymore. No, I hear you. Um, it's very it's that's a special like, thing. I, I, I'm coming out of my skin in five minutes and I know I should be enjoying God's majesty. And I can I, I can do that for a period of time. And and the waves sound beautiful and it's nice. But I, I got to be honest. I really like the beach at night. Like, I love I to go too. to the beach at sunset when everybody else is going home and you walk along the beach. I took my, my little I like guy. I look at it. I took my little guy to the beach last week just for a day. And it's, I just, I laughed because I was like, oh my God, I'm raising a mini me. Cause we were on the beach in the morning, got there very early, eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning. Nobody's there. We're doing our sandcastles and for about an hour. He looks at me. He goes, so how long are we doing this, mom? And I just looked at him and I was like, oh, you All are right, my, good, you are my child. He's like, aren't there other things to do? We built the castles. We saw the water and, uh, are we ready? And I was like, yes, baby, we're ready. And I just laughed because I was like, you know, he's five and he thinks this, you know, it's just classic. All right. Quick break. We'll uh, come back more of our little discussion here. We'll also get to your calls on promise in the next hour. And, uh, is it possible that Andrew Cuomo is facing criminal prosecution? Are, Legal team weighs in next as we continue. All right, as we uh, continue our little discussion here about the Olympics and others, other things, we I mentioned this yesterday on radio and TV about so this tennis pro, she's so talented, she's so gifted, uh, Naomi Osaka, and she, I forgot I forgot it was Wimbledon, wherever it was, she she pulled out of the tournament and 
She had great anxiety about being forced to do press conferences, which I guess is part of the player's contract, and they have to do a press conference. I mean, people were so harsh against her, and I'm like, I think she's 23. She's very young, just like, you know, by the way, I couldn't even stand on a balance beam. Could you imagine doing, like, backflips and twists and turns? And I don't know. I mean, these gymnasts just dazzle me with their athleticism. And Simone Biles, you know, was struggling. And I'm and I'm reading these comments of everybody, and I'm like, you know, first of all, you know, all these jackasses, armchair quarterbacks, um, you know, stuffing their face with popcorn at home with an opinion on everything, they seem to have no understanding of the amount of of their own lives they've dedicated to be the best at their sports. And did they not consider at all that there might be something that they don't know about that has caused them great anxiety that they can't do it? You know, I know for one fact, uh, I read that Simone Biles' anta died. Um, that can shake anybody to their core. Um, what if she was so close to her end and, and it just devastated her? How am have you not been devastated at the loss of a loss of a loved one? Not, by the way, people's number one fear is speaking publicly. Uh, Katie, <coughs> sorry. Um, that, that, that is most people's biggest fear. I, I, and I know because I've coached people on how to do it. But when they tell me, how do you do this? And I said, I have to give a presentation and I don't know what to do and how to say it and where do I put my hands and all, you know, people get very heady about it. And I have, I've spent a lot of time trying to, you know, coach people how to relax. Um, just little techniques that you can use to just slow down and calm yourself down and, and focus on the material that you're presenting. And don't get caught in, you know, thoughts creating anxious feelings and more, those feelings create more thoughts and your mind is spinning and then all of a sudden you're nauseous. I mean, you're ready to throw up. And I just thought, does anybody really know what's going on in either one of these young women's lives? Do we have any idea what maybe, maybe something happened and that we don't know about? And I just found a lot of the comments harsh. Now, do I want people to ever quit? No. Do I want people to fight through fear and adversity always. But maybe is this something that's so so traumatizing in their life that you don't know about? Yeah, that's a possibility. And in both cases, these are young women, and we're expecting them to be perfect and problem-free, and and rather than showing a, an ounce of compassion, people were uh, unmerciful to them. Did you notice that? I find that we're in a very strange place in our society, which is that um, we're very quick to judge. And then the second that the judgment is faced on yourself or somebody you care about or something, then it's like, oh, you're too judgy. And I'm like, you know, I just think everybody just needs to mind their business for a little while and, and stop being so concerned about other people and maybe hear the whole story. You know, it's the whole idea of like the old, you know, cliche of, you know, walk a mile in my shoes. You have no idea what happened in that person's day even hey, when listen, someone I say in your life yeah if people knew your personal story or aspects of it they would be stunned they would understand Shocked. why i don't like sports they would say yes that no, makes they would sense. understand why you curse a lot but that's a whole different story <laughs> um, listen i'm doing you know i don't curse in front of my son so that's an improvement right there you know no that's an improvement. but see there's one point you're missing if i may which is yeah. that these girls they're not even reacting to what has happened they are reacting to the anxiety and the anticipation of what might Correct. happen 
because they're young and they have grown, they have grown up with social media. So if you like, for example, like, you know, social media for a lot of us happened when we were in our teenage years, right? Or in our twenties. A lot of these girls, this is all they know. Like my son already knows what Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iPhone, iPad, Kindle, you know, this is their world. They're at school. So you give him, you give your six year old son access. I do not. I do not. Okay. He but knows school about it, does. But you don't give you, you don't give your does. own boss access to his own account. You're, you're, That's great. Listen, I'm telling you, you you should you're gonna thank me for that one day. No, I already say, do. Oh. I mean, it's 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 you're not missing anything. Probably. Trust me. You know, but this is what they're growing up with. You know, my son goes into school. They give him an iPad or a Chromebook, and he's sitting there and he's navigating around this thing. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, can mm-hmm. we go back to pencil and paper? Because now they have access to YouTube. Now they have access to ABC Mouse, which is a good program. Don't get me wrong. But they're learning how to navigate around. And once they get on YouTube and these other places, then they can look at other things. And I'm like, even the YouTube kids, it's it's filled with disgustingness. I'm like, it's, a, it's crazy. And now these girls are doing things that could affect their futures, their careers. And they're being judged by an entire world of online, you know, warriors who think that they know better than them like, i mean it's it's insanity. Call to, to, the last thing i can guarantee you if you dedicated you know over a decade of your life trading hours every day and sacrificing really your childhood to get to be a top athlete olympic athlete tennis player any individual sport for that matter any sport for that matter and the last thing they they would want is to have anything interfere with their dream and their goal Totally right. It's devastating for them. And I'm just thinking there's got to be an underlying reason that we don't know about here. And, you know, calling people quitters and all sorts of horrific judgments. And I'm thinking, what do you know about their personal life? You know nothing about their life. You know nothing about what might be the underlying cause of all of this. And the funny thing is, even when they do have all the facts in front of them and it's plain as day, if it doesn't fit their narrative, they say nothing. It's easy to attack these girls. We got to take a break here. When we come back, top of the hour, we're going to look at the legal issues that uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo is is facing now that the AG of New York said, yeah, these actions were criminal on a state and a federal level. Albany Prosecutors now has an open investigation into this. Uh, We'll talk to Greg Jarrett and uh, David Schoen about it. We'll continue.